Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are getting down to the nitty gritty. I am Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix. I'm here with my brother, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate it. We got five big questions for this week. Big Thursday night game. You ready for tonight? I'm ready. There you go. We got five questions and five answers ready for you. Jordan, let's do it. Welcome back, RVK Nation, to another edition of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm your host, Jordan Tykeri, and let's get things kicked off with the first blank. Without CJ Donaldson, I expect the run game to blank. Be about the same. I don't expect to see much difference because Justin Johnson has a spark. He's not as good as CJ Donaldson, but he's got some go, and I think he can run. Tony Mathis has been doing a little better job going north and south, and Baylor's defensive line has not been a juggernaut. Our offensive line should have the advantage. I think it should be about the same without C.J. Donaldson. Yeah, my thing is I think that we might struggle in the third and one game. Uh, Third and one, third and goal. I think we might struggle a little bit. C.J. Donald is our power back. I agree with you. Our offensive line should be able to play well against Baylor's defensive line. But when you don't have your power back, who seems like he just leans forward every time he gets that first down, it might it might make a difference in the short yardage game. Number two, Caden Prather saying too much is being made of the drops is blank. Absurd. The nerve to suggest that drops, which consistently have occurred over the last four years, are not a big deal or too much is being made is absurd. And Caden Prather, a receiver himself, is the last person who should be talking about it in that context. It is absurd for him to have said it. It is absurd for it to still be happening. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Too much to be made of the drops. The drops just lost the game against Pitt's Pitt. We'd be three and two right now. Uh, a couple drops could have swung a couple different games that we played. Are 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 you being serious? 
Now, I love if you you said Caden Prather said when I say you too much is being made. OK, if you want to say the fans are saying too much and we're going to get focused, that's one thing. Um, But but for him, I, I, it's not one thing, but but for him and the receivers, yes, it's next play. I get that short memory. I get that. Say, hey, look, all we can do is control what's in front of us and we're going to make those catches from here on out. I get that. But he didn't say that. He said too much is being made. What world do you live in, Caden Prather? Number three, Matt Rule would be blank as coach. Matt Rule would be a home run as coach for WVU football. If Matt Rule was the head coach for West Virginia University, it would immediately get attention. It would immediately be the spark that West Virginia football would need coming off the Neil Brown era. If that is the if that is the direction that Shane Lyons decided to go. Matt Rule has ties to the program because his in-laws are Mountaineer fans, and I believe they have a, they have a place on Cheat Lake. Matt Rule proved that he could turn a program that struggled around because he did it at Baylor. And while he didn't win a national championship, he did win big at, in Waco. Matt Rule would be, a home, would be a home run, without question. Matt Rule would rule at West Virginia. Yes, bringing it back to elementary school world, that totally rules. Matt Rule would rule. Man, that would be awesome. That would be absolutely awesome. I heard people saying, why are we getting so excited about Matt Rule if Matt Rule was coach? See what he did at Temple? Temple had one win. Two years later, they're winning 10 wins, 10 games a year. That's a big deal. That's only group of five. Oh, wait, power five. You go to Baylor. Baylor is off the terrible, ridiculous Art Bryles stuff, winning, you know, single digit games, uh, one game a year. A couple years later, they're going back to back with 10 wins. Are you serious? He showed his ability to change programs quickly. We didn't do it in Carolina. NFL and college football are two totally different things. Don't get it twisted. In the college football realm, college football rule, Matt Rule would rule. Bang. Number four. Huggins saying Oscar wasn't Derek was blank. Tired. It's tired, Jeremy. Stop talking about Oscar. None of us should be talking about Oscar, but Bob Huggins should especially not be speaking that man's name. It's over. It's done. You didn't like it. He didn't like it the situation you didn't like the situation it's over it's done it's tired please stop talking about it especially to compare him to Derek Culver of all people I felt like it was kind of an indictment uh, uh oh Oscar wasn't Derek well Oscar is a player of the year you had Derek was Derek the player of the year if Derek is better than Oscar or if Oscar wasn't Derek then why wasn't Derek the player of the year at West Virginia. Why was he an All-American? I'm not sure if he was all Big 12 or not, but if Oscar had more ability or was, you know, significantly better, the way he said it kind of leaned into uh Oscar, I mean Derek being better than than uh uh Oscar Sheboy, then then where was his accolades? Where were our wins? So it's almost like Indict an indictment on you that you had a guy better than Oscar Sheway who don't nobody in the country know except for Mountaineer fans. Whereas Oscar Sheway just got broke off on the NIL because he was the National Player of the Year. Number five, I believe West Virginia 
will blank against Baylor. I believe West Virginia will lose against Baylor. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I want to have egg on my face. I want everyone to point and laugh at me. But I believe West Virginia will lose Thursday night, tonight, against the Baylor Bears. Yep, I go the same way. It's a loss. And look, quit asking me these questions. Same questions every week. Look, for the rest of the year, just know, unless we're playing Iowa State, I'm going with a loss. Eh, I think we can beat Kansas State, and the FBI agrees with me. I think we can beat Oklahoma, and the FBI gives us a chance. But that we'll save that for another day. Okay. What did you who 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 agrees with that? ESPN's FPI. But oh you agree with that, right? Yeah. That's why you answered the question you wanted to. All right. (laughs) There you have it. There you have it. Look, I learned my lesson. Look, you know how you don't get hurt? You guard your heart. Anyway, (laughs) that's how I feel right now. Get ready. We're going in next segment. Get ready for your boys. Get at us. Rat me, boys. More than 100 schools available from Home Field Apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspy Boys Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Boom. Bosco's Boys is here. I think we all wanted it. And the marriage is officially official. I'm so pumped to bring my show to the 1012 Network, Bosco's Boys, the most consistent K-State podcast out there. Over four years with at least one episode a week. Bringing live shows to the listeners and to the participants every Wednesday at 7 p.m. I'm pumped to be here and I would love it if you guys came over to Bosco's Boys and gave us a listen. Because we are not Big J Journos. This is a podcast by a fan and his dog for fellow K-State and Big 12 fans. And I can't wait to chop it up with all the members and fans of the 1012 Network. Rat me, boys! I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard. Yes, sir, that music means we're going in. We're here. This is where we're at. Two and three. Down in the Big 12. But we have Baylor tonight, Brandon. It could change things. It's funny when you're down as a fan, you're always looking for an opportunity to have hope. To say, hey, look, we're growing, we're building. Tonight is one of those moments. We got Baylor coming in. Um, and they're not as good as they were last year. Last year, they really beat our brains out. I mean, they really beat us up. This year, they don't look like that type of program. What are your feelings about the game tonight, Brandon? feel like we're 5-0 and against Baylor at home, Jeremy. Did you know that? Yep. Did you know that <clears throat> Baylor were 1-4 of on the road, 5-0 and at home? This is an opportunity for them to square it. They're only we're, they're only three-point favorites against us, which kind of surprised me, but that tells you what honestly, what does that tell you? Does that tell you more about ba- excuse me, does that tell you more about Baylor or more about us that Vegas only has them three-point favorites to start? 
if I'm going to be optimistic, I think it tells us a little about uh, uh, about ourselves that they don't think Baylor is as good, but they also have some kind of respect for West Virginia. Because as terrible as that Texas game was in the second half, we showed we could move the ball on them. When we calmed down and started actually playing our game, we actually did start playing better. Uh, another thing I didn't mention about Texas, but I mean, it's the truth. If we're going to be honest about it, they had a trick play for a touchdown. They had a play that should have been picked off, maybe even knocked down, that ended up being a touchdown. They had a play that started on the uh, a drive that started on the two yard line, and then they get the you know personal foul. I think it was face mask or horse collar, and then they get another fifteen yards added in for a personal foul. That's three different drives that could have went differently. There's drives where West Virginia dropped passes early on, third and two, two passes a row dropped. Um, to say there's a thin line between love and hate. Okay. Thin line between winning and losing. That's the truth. And I know that Texas blew us out, but I feel like the momentum got us. Um, I did feel like their players were a little better than ours, but then when we settled in, we showed we could play with them. So if I'm going to be one of these eternal optimists, which I am not anymore, um, West Virginia has showed that we can adjust a thing. We also show that we don't quit. In that Texas game, we had every uh, chance to give up to lay down, and we fought back. So at home, under the lights, Thursday night, I'm not telling you we're going to pull it out. I actually think we're going to lose, but for Vegas to put us just three-point underdogs, I I kind of get it because we've showed that we'll fight through anything, and we do have a good offense, and, and I think those are big things. My thoughts exactly. We did not quit against Texas. Down 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. We could have easily quit. For the people saying that oh, Oklahoma got beat 49 to nothing and we only lost 38 to 20, I will say two things. Quinn Ewers didn't play against us. One. And two, that game was not as close as 38 to 20. I feel like the, the chasm was much larger. It felt but, like it, Brandon, but they got, a, like I said, all the stuff that I mentioned, they got a lot of momentum breaks that they made and we also made. But when we settled in, Brandon, we were rushing the ball. Granted, we're taking time off the clock, but we 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 showed that we can play with them if we don't put but ourselves. If you're Texas, in a, do you care at that point if we're rushing the ball? No, no, no. You're right, but Brandon, to show you that Brandon, they went to a trick play. Trick play got him a touchdown. Uh, uh, the ball should have been intercepted in the end zone. Texas didn't scheme that up that way. We no, should have picked didn't. the ball off. They didn't, so, but he was, Jeremy, it should have been intercepted, but he was open. It would have been a tough, tougher pass. but yeah, It would have been a tougher you. pass. It was a bad throw. And again, Quinn Ewers wasn't throwing it. Yeah. Quinn Ewers is a, a definitely a different monster. He's a different monster. There's people who are legitimately saying that he's the best quarterback in the nation. And I'm not saying he is because I like Caleb Williams. I like uh, C.J. Stroud. I like uh, Jalen Daniels. Uh, by even. the way, are all those people from Texas. Because how do you look at C.J. Stroud and everything he's done? How do you look at Bryce Young and uh, all because, those? Because you look at ball placement, you look at you look at uh, poise, you look at what he did against Alabama early. I, I don't think they're all from Texas. I'm hold not up, saying he hold is hold better. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Brandon. I've seen C.J. Uh, I've seen Bryce Young in the most pressured situation leave multiple drives when his receivers couldn't get open. He was just putting great placement, Captain Cool. What I'm saying about Quinn Ewers is. He's played two 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 big games. Then he's got hurt. So you're giving him all this credit for what the game against Alabama, the last game against Oklahoma, two games. 
There's way more to judge C.J. Stroud off of. There's way more to judge uh, Bryce Young off of. Quinn Ewers, uh, who knows how much game play uh, uh, tape these defenses actually have on him because he's played a handful of games. It is far too early and far limited specimen or, or, or things that we can look at that he's actually done to say that he is the best quarterback in college football is absolutely uh, ridiculous right now because you're judging it from two games where these other two guys have played in big moments, big games, especially Bryce Young being pressured. I, I'm just saying, I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying to make that call is ridiculous, and you got to be from Austin to think that. All right, I hear you. I'm just saying, Quinn Ewers is that he's Quinn Ewers is significantly better than a good backup quarterback at Texas. Is it Hudson Card? What's his name? Yeah, Card. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> back to Baylor. Baylor's offensive line is subpar. Their defensive line is subpar. They've got pieces, they've got parts, but they're not a complete football team. West Virginia can beat them. Brandon, is it State. too late? Hold on real quick. Is it too late in the, in the show to, to switch my pick? I kind of think we're going to win now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I know I said earlier I picked Baylor, but I, 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 uh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Well, for, I, if we're being honest, this is the kind of game we win. Right? Yeah, at home. Yeah. When, every, when everybody's counting Neil out, when Neil has gone out and laid a complete egg and lost the faith of the fan base, when a win really doesn't do much for you anymore, this is when Neil wins. Right? Well, he's going to have to. He's going to have to. And, th- and this is what I said on WTAP earlier. When is an animal the most dangerous? When he's earlier, cornered. So, yeah, when it's cornered. Neil Brown is cornered. I don't agree. I don't think he is. I think he's safe. I know I keep hearing that, Brandon. If he loses 45 to 10 in this game, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't Jeremy, see 45 to 10 is not going to change their mind about the money they got to spend. It's not going to change Shane's opinion or Shane's uh, covering his butt for the extension he gave him. I'm can sorry. You, can you fire everybody and then sue the athletic administrator for getting an extension? Yeah. Make them make that money come out of his pocket. Yeah. Make his pockets hurt. Doubt it. Highly doubt it. I mean, not doubt it. It's impossible. No, you cannot do that. Okay. So, no, he's not going anywhere. I've heard people say not only is he not getting fired this year, which is what I said before the season. No matter what happened, Neil Brown was not going to get fired this season, but I've heard Neil Brown is going to make it through 2023. Regardless of what Which is tough for me to think. That's tough for me, Brandon. All right. So we are two and three right now, right? The remaining seven games. Do you know what our record was against the remaining seven teams last year? No. Two and five. Sounds right. We're playing the top three teams of the Big 12 in part of our seven games. I think that's significant. Brayden, do you know how many interceptions we have on the entire year? Uh, One against Pitt, one against Kansas. Uh, What is it, three? 
I thought it was one. <laughs> I must overlook one if we had one against Kansas and Pitt. I thought we only had one. Yeah, we had one against Maybe Kansas. We looked at the wrong stat. We had the one against Pitt. We had the we had the pick six against Kansas in overtime. None against no, Virginia how many Tech. We've picked off. Huh? How many we've picked off? How many oh, we've picked off? Oh no, none. No, it said one. Oh, we have one. Okay. I think I said we have one pick off in the entire year. Oh, that, that's right. The um, pick six against Virginia Tech. The other thing I thought was interesting, too, and I'm not just trying to throw out stats, is, but for the longest time, we've always preached this, especially last year. We have, I have not done it this year, but last year was big. We run for over 100 yards. Neil Brown's guaranteed to win every single time. In his tenure at West Virginia for those first three years, every time we ran over 100 yards, we won the game. Brandon, we've been <laughs> we've been over 100 yards four out of five games this year. And it hasn't made a difference. Isn't that funny? If I want to use the old the old thing, I old saying, I always say, always my team. Here we are killing it rushing in. This year it just doesn't matter. I don't care how many yards we run for. It doesn't affect the overall outcome of the game, which is, I don't know, kind of tough when, when I think about it. No, random stats. No, it's random stats. But this Baylor game is huge. The Baylor game is huge. A win keeps us in the mix. A loss, and that's stick a cough, uh, stick a stick a nail in the coffin. And and I, every week, I think it could get worse for Neil Brown. If we look, if we lose and it looks bad, whew, the pressure is just going to ramp up more and more. And I can't wait to hear his sayings. What he's going to say if, in fact, we do lose. Uh, never expect, never accept. I don't know whatever, whatever new saying he wants to come out with to keep his troops inspired. We are backed into a corner, and that's why I feel. I know you just said we're not, but Neil Brown is in a corner. If ever, if he hasn't lost his team, which it doesn't look like he's lost them, if ever a team is going to fight, if ever a team is going to play for your brothers, it's going to be this game. It's going to be Thursday night. So if we come out and we don't do that after getting blown out by Texas and having once again 10 days off for it to sink in and get ready, Brandon, that is an absolute wrap. But the truth is, I don't I I honestly now I'm I don't expect it to happen. I kind of am leaning towards West Virginia kind of gets back on track with a close win. I hope I'm right. Uh won't be surprised if I'm wrong, but we'll see how it goes, Brandon. I'll tell you right now, I don't care if they win or not. It doesn't change how I feel about Neil. He's not the guy. Neil is not the guy. Not to get to where I expect West Virginia football to be. He's not the guy. So it won't change anything for me. I think a change is needed. I wish I could sing like Sam Cooke and say a change is going to come. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see because I, I don't see Shane Lyons making any adjustments. And I know people will sit there and tell you Frank Beamer took him all these years to win six games. Yeah, that was a very different time period a very different climate era yep the era was different and the transfer portal did not exist and while people will lament and moan and groan about the transfer portal the good teams are winning with it they're finding ways to make their teams better with it west virginia is just getting pillaged by it no 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 very clear i don't know the numbers and how everything works out all I know is the eye test of what I see. West Virginia is losing. 
Losing is a very nice word. They're getting dunked on. They're getting trampled upon. They're getting run off the court when it comes to the transfer portal in our defense. Look, yeah. at the, look, look at the secondary. Look what's happening. On the flip side, I will say, I think we're winning. If I had to say, like, I don't know the exact numbers who left, who came in, people moving out, people moving in. I don't, I don't know that. But offensively, our offense is really good this year. Our offensive NIL transfer portal is winning. Defense is getting killed. Offense is winning. How do I judge that? My eyes. Just like you use your eyes, we can all see what it is without hearing, without having to hear the advanced analytics or the exact stats of who's transferred, who's been here, and who's there. Trust your eyes. Exactly. You told us the secondary was longer, more athletic. That turned out to be a lie. I don't need Mori Povich. I got the test results right here. That's where I am. So, a lot of names coming up. Lots of names. Matt Rule. Matt Rule done in Carolina. They cut him off. To the tune of $40 million, they owe his butt. Man, this kind of thing happens all the time. Matt Rule said, he said, you got to get yours, but yo, I got to get mine. Straight cash homie. Straight cash homie. I think you're the one who tweeted out. It's uh, talking about uh, one of the best. It's almost um, as lucrative to be a failed head coach as it is to be a failed CEO. Do it, man. Maybe more. Think you talk about, about golden parachutes. Give me $40 million to go away. I'll quit my job at the hospital tomorrow. I'm sorry. I ain't quitting nothing. I will find a way to get fired at my job in spectacular fashion tomorrow from my job at the hospital. That's how it works. It's terrible that that's how it works, but that's how it works. I mean, think about NBA coaches, I mean, uh, owners or NFL owners, man. Sexually harass somebody, you walk away with a grip. That That's your punishment, selling your team for billions of dollars. Oh, Billions man, with a B. It's a terrible punishment for all the stuff you've been doing. Like they said, Jeremy, do you understand that for the next several years, Matt Rule will get paid $858,000 a week, I believe, to do nothing. In fact, if he gets another job, not coaching football, but instead going on TV, he will still get $858,000 per week, I believe, to not coach the Carolina Panthers. Who does he think he is? Did he think he's Bobby Bonilla? He's better than Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla only gets a million dollars a year every July. For the rest, for the rest of his life, Brandon. Something like that. Not, a, not the rest of his life, but for a long time. But $858,000 a week, Jeremy. Any a chance, week. Okay, 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 okay. Not hard. Right, we're way off subject. Matt Rule, any chance he comes to West Virginia, Brandon? There's a chance. I highly doubt it, but there's a chance. You He's got, got connection like, with his family. In-laws are Mountaineer fans. I heard they have a place on Cheat Lake. He's familiar with the Big 12. He wants to come back to college football, I believe. There's a chance. Brandon, there's teams like Nebraska out there who have a tradition of winning national championships. But why would you want to coach Nebraska when they just ran off Scott Frost who couldn't get it done? When they ran off Bo Pelini before him? And before that, ran, they ran off Frank Solich who won a national championship. Do you know how much money is in the Big Twelve right? I'm mean, Big Ten right now. Jeremy, I agree, but why would you want to go there? You know that it's next to impossible to okay. win in Nebraska. Okay, let me tell you somewhere else. They trying to put you. They're trying to put him in a mansion. 
somewhere in Wisconsin. Canton. Listen, Wisconsin has the <laughs> Wisconsin is in the Big Ten West, so you can definitely get to the Big Ten title game. But can you beat Ohio State or Michigan? Can you? It ain't tricking when you're baller. So what you asking for? Look, look, Wisconsin, look, I heard what you, actually, I forget what you just said, but I'm just saying, Wisconsin got the money. Wisconsin keeps coaches. Wisconsin churns out running backs. Jeremy, they just fired a coach who won the Big Ten West multiple times, has a winning record. Look, he done did something for something. We all know that. I don't need a report to tell me that he done did something for something. And everybody's more to this story. Leopold anyway. You know? I'm just saying, I I wish, I mean, Brandon, if Matt Rule came here, like I said, I tweeted this, fire Neil today, and someone's like, oh, get behind Neil. Look, I've been behind Neil. What are you talking about? Like, I've been rooting for Neil the whole time. Don't get it twisted. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he goes undefeated. But it's not going to happen. So, like I said, we go back to where are your standards for West Virginia football, and now we're here, and we see Matt Rule who not only took, he wasn't a one-trick pony. He didn't just turn Baylor around and turn a Power 5 team. He turned Temple around before that, who was stink. Temple, yes, Temple. T-M-P-L-E, Temple for Philadelphia in football. That's what he did. So, so don't tell me about what he did to Carolina. I saw what he did when he was in the collegiate ranks. And yes, I will take him in a heartbeat. And yes, I would donate exactly $0 to help... <laughs> <laughs> get here. <laughs> no, no, but I do. I, I want to be here. Look, I ain't balling out like that yet. But if I could, I would. But, you know, unfortunately, Mr. Rule, I can't right now. I'm just saying, if he would come, I'm I'm all the way in on, hey, see you later, Neil. Hey, Neil, hey, if you want to be a special analyst for our offensive uh, whatever on the staff, hey, look, hey, keep him. But, but bro. Like, there's too many names right now popping up that we could possibly get. Is there anybody else? Like, nobody else you can think of? Those are the two most interesting ones to me. I just think Paul Christ coming to WVU makes sense. There's definitely a connection. He was a graduate assistant at WVU. His, his culture and style seems to match West Virginia. The same kind of values, those Midwestern values translate to West Virginia values. He's a winner. He's proven he can win at the collegiate level in the Big Ten. Why, granted, it was the Big Ten West, but he did it. Um, I, I think that if Neil goes, Paul Chris is the kind of guy that you can hire. I don't like that, but there's so many things to be decided. Uh, whether, you know, Shane, Sugar Shane stays there and gets to make the call. All that stuff is down in the future. I mean, I, I like the names and I like, you know, keep keep mentioning the people so we can evaluate them and think about, oh, like get our hopes up if maybe if they come. But all that stuff is a long way down the road. So we'll see it when it comes. Let's just get ready for Baylor tonight. It'll be awesome. It'll be amazing. The one thing is, before we get to the NFL and NCAA schedules, you were actually talking about people in, uh, or we were talking about, you know, people getting in trouble, reprimanded or whatever, whatever. Brandon, two things. Just uh, see what your boy uh, Devontae Adams did to to the to the poor. I don't know what was he a cameraman pushing him down. That yeah, he was, a, he the was Chiefs. a contractor. He was a contractor of some sort. I believe he had a camera. Don't cost you money, Devontae. Yeah, he's already been charged with a misdemeanor. Not a big deal. 
But he's going to get fined by the NFL. He's going to get sued by the guy who filed a police report, and rightfully so. Now, they did show a camera angle which showed he could have been startled legitimately by the guy. But you got to be from, you got to be aware of your surroundings to recognize there are people that are milling around, even camera people that might be in your face. That's part of your job, Devonte, and you can't also, be so. Brandon, it also, it also like it surprised me watching the game. Do you know how strong NFL players are? Bad strong as me. Like he, Brandon, he didn't even look like he really pushed him, and the dude went. I mean, like just like he didn't even put his back into it. It just looked like he kind of flicked his arms and the dude went way across. I'm not saying the dude was acting. I'm saying. These guys are strong. These guys are, are world-class athletes. They they are. They are. And that's why you can't put your hands on people for no good reason. That's right. And if it were me, my neck, my back, and everything would be hurt. <laughs> I was wondering how you was going to finish that. I was wondering how you was going to finish that. Everything. My neck and my back. Yeah, my neck no, and my back. Other other news, <laughs> other news in the sports media. Brandon, you check out Draymond Green getting bucked on Jordan Poole team practice. Yeah, and he got fined, and he was out of commission for a while within with the uh, Golden State. Jeremy, I don't see how both guys stay on that team. Somebody's got to leave. No, easily depends on the egos and Jordan Poole. The you ego, win- Jeremy, you're getting punked for the rest of your life. If you're Jordan Poole. No, anybody, man. anybody Look, steps to you, Jeremy. But they say that this happens with teams. There's cameras not always there on it. Aren't videos out for everyone yes. to see? Yes. Do you want? Hey, do you want to get paid? Do you, do you want to? Like, Poole's going to be gone no matter what, unless they pony up that money. Draymond Green, according to Stephen A. Smith, who who you can say whatever you want about Stephen A. Smith on every other sport. When it comes to basketball, he knows his basketball, and he's saying right now, uh, Draymond Green is going to be a Laker next year. Which makes sense because he's getting paid way too much money for Golden State to keep him. And Golden State's going to have to play them young guys like Wiggins and Poole. So, wait on, hold on. Let let Draymond move to the Lakers. But my point is this. Jordan Poole, success of your family and yourself, uh, being at Golden State is probably optimal. Just, just, I know. I know you got punked. I know it hurts. Swallow your pride. Let it go. Jeremy, every game, somebody's going to get in Jordan Poole's face. And when Jordan Poole tries to say something, they're going to say, you ain't act like that with Draymond. Yeah, and then Jordan Poole's going to flash his ring and say, I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy. You know that's not how the male ego works. That is not enough. Not Brandon, for a young okay. man especially. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Using your logic, so he should go because that's how he's going to get punked. So Jordan Poole goes to the Knicks next year. Uh, decide, demands a trade. He can't be there because he got punked. When he gets to the Knicks, he's playing... Uh, uh, Brooklyn, the Nets. Do you think that whole game that they're going to say, you didn't say that? (laughs) 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 What's done is done, Brandon. No matter where he goes, that's going to be said. No matter what he goes, no matter what he does, that's going to be said. Every other (laughs) city he goes. He could be working at McDonald's. They could be like, yeah, you ain't say put salt on <laughs> you didn't say put salt in the fries and Draymond. You ain't say nothing. <laughs> you know, the other thing is this. People want to act like Draymond's so tough and so bad for doing this. Dude, he's six foot seven. Now, if he don't went up to uh if he don't went up to anybody who, else uh, this size Sha- or larger. Shaquille O'Neal or you know, just a big dude, okay. Okay, this dude went up to a guard. Of course, everybody wants to get strong when they when they got the advantage. 
I, I don't know. Let's see what he let's see what the Joker, what he's guarding the Joker, what he got to say. You know, when he's guarding Joel and B, let's see if he does the same thing. Get tough. Like I'm not giving Draymond no credit for punching out a little dude young, littler than him. I'm sorry. No, I don't give him no credit either. I don't care. I'm ready to talk college football, yeah. though. You ready? Let's go. Let's go down. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Kansas and Oklahoma. Saturday at noon. I want to see does Kansas or is Kansas going to be able to do anything with Beal as their quarterback since Jalen Daniels is out. Does Oklahoma regroup after that pounding at the hands of Texas in the Red River shootout? I want to see what happens in that game. What do you got, Jay? I'm literally just going down them, and I know you probably try to save this for later. I'm on ESPN. I'm going down the games. First one it mentions. It's probably the biggest one of all uh, of all Saturday. Penn State, Michigan. Big game. That's what shout, it is. Shout to Brent Strange. Of games, stand the, up. Brenton Strange. Look, there's, look. they try to hype up a lot of games in the Big Ten. The Big Ten is, is garbage. I'm sorry. I the know Big Ten West. is garbage, but your own. Penn State, Michigan should be a good game. I don't think Michigan's that good. I think Penn State, I don't know if Penn State's number 10, but either way, I think this is going to be a good game, and I actually feel like Penn State could get them. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think this is going to be a good game. Noon, Saturday, that's my call. Oklahoma State TCU, 3.30 p.m. on Saturday. Who you got? I guess you don't have to pick, but. Yeah, I don't have to pick, and it's so funny with the Big 12. That's going to be a good game. I think TCU win. You think so? I think TCU wins. I like TCU. I like Sonny Dykes. I like the TCU offense. I like Max Duggan more than I thought that I would. And Oklahoma State's been finding a way. And, of course, Gundy's the man. But I think TCU's going to win. No, I fully get it. I fully get it. Um, I like Oklahoma State in that one. That's just me, though. But you said the best game. I feel like. like, Go ahead. Go ahead. You said you feel like what? And I feel like the big, I stay away from the big 12 just because there's so many great games. There's every, every, I feel like every matchup every week, there's, there's something to be interested in and something you could talk about, which has something um, that's going to affect the the bottom line of who wins or loses the big 12. I feel like every game we can talk about with the big 12. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, what about Bama, Tennessee, son? GBDO. GBDO. Our boys down there in Tennessee. We had a lot of love. Look, when we did that, why we hate Tennessee, a lot of them guys got at us, showed us a lot of love. But, you know, I still keep up with them. Unfortunately, I cannot root for them against Alabama. Roll Tide. Yeah, that's a good thing, Jeremy, because Tennessee is 0-39 versus top 10 teams since 2007. Let me repeat that. Tennessee is 0-39 versus top 10 teams since 2007. Now, granted, this is not your father's, not even your big brother's Tennessee team, but I don't see them beating Alabama whether or not Bryce Young plays. You there? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what else you had to say, but that's the Alabama game. Um, The other games I'm kind of interested in is Clemson, Florida State. Clemson has has showed they have some offense. Obviously, they have great defense. Florida State is 4-2. The spread is only 3.5 for Clemson. Kind of surprising for me. Kind of be interested in watching that game play out. Not me. Not interested. Clemson wins easy. What about USC-Utah? 
Number uh, seven versus number 20. I think USC. First, first I think, real game USC has played all year. I think USC wins easy. I don't believe in Utah. Brandon, wins easy? Yeah. When I say easy, I mean double digits. So, okay. So, uh, USC's beat Rice. They beat Stanford by 13. A stinking Stanford team. Fresno State, they beat by 28 points. Oregon State. At Oregon State, USC only beat them by three. But Oregon State's not been bad this year. Yes, and that's the reason why they only beat them by three. Arizona State, they beat by uh, 17 points. Uh, This is the Arizona State team who fired their head coach. They beat Washington State. They they just haven't played anybody, so I don't know. I do know Utah. I'm not telling you Utah is is the best team in the country, but Utah has been battle-tested. Utah has played in some big games. I mean, they played Florida the first game of the year. They lost by three. That was a tough one to lose. In the swamp. They they also lost to UCLA by 10 points last game at UCLA. That same Oregon State team that USC beat 17 to 14, Utah beat 42 to 16. Wasn't a game. Like, like I, I think Utah's a little better than what people think, and I think USC's overrated. I think Utah may get them. I really think Utah may get them. We'll see. Oh, snap. The FBI. FBI. ESPN FBI has Utah as a 61.7% uh, uh, winner in that game. So Doesn't sway me. I I'm think not- Lincoln Riley's got the mind for it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure nothing was going to sway you, but but anyways, those are the games I'm those those are the games that I'm most most interested in seeing this weekend in college football. What about the NFL? All right, I'll let you lead off. What you got that you, that you're looking at in the NFL? Thursday night is a night to spend time with your family, unless you're watching Baylor in West Virginia, because it's Commanders and the Bears, which is known as the UGMO Bowl. Such a disgusting game. Nobody should be interested. That's going to be terrible. I'll tell you up front. Going to be terrible. So forget that game. Uh, Ravens-Giants could be interesting on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good game. Giants are playing better. They're playing better on all sides of the ball. They're playing solid. They don't make mistakes. Ravens, all they do is make mistakes, but somehow, sometimes win, sometimes lose. Explosive offense. Uh, they didn't give it to J.T. Go- JT- J.K. Dobbins at all. How would I know? Because I have him on my fantasy team. Needed him to do something. They consistently didn't give him the ball. Kind of makes me mad. But no, that's a great game. That's a great game. 49ers. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking down through here. Vikings, Dolphins, not. Go ahead. Go ahead. 49ers Falcons, surprisingly ooh, ooh. good. Falcons got cheated against the Bucks. Cheated on that terrible roughing passer call on third down to keep the drive alive. And the Niners, they're just Brandon, You're interested in hold on, I'm being real. 49ers Falcons. I'm interested in good you're games. You're interested in that game? I'm interested in good games. I think it might be a good game. So so if that game come so at one o'clock, uh, one at uh, one o'clock, you're gonna be interested in watching Falcons 49ers. I typically do Red Zone Channel. No, you're not. <laughs> but you don't care about no Falcons 49ers, Brandon. That's my point. I understand what you're saying, but you don't care about. I'm talking about games you care about, Brandon. I don't care what nobody else cares about. What game are you interested in seeing? Like for me, Cardinals and Seahawks. Who cares about the Cardinals? Who cares about the Seahawks? I do. You know why? Because Geno. Geno's playing. 
I want to see that game at 405. I want to see if he can bounce back. All the cards stacked against him. Uh, he's scoring points on offense. The defense isn't coming up with anything. But you know what? I'm watching the Seahawks and Cardinals at 4 o'clock. And you know what else I'm watching at 425? I'm going to give you the two. I'm going to let. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Chiefs Bills, son. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, a rematch of the AFC Championship game from a couple, from a couple years ago. Or not AFC Championship, the divisional round. It must have been divisional round. Jeremy, that's going to be a good game. No, that, that's not just a good game. That's a can't-miss game. That's a game before the year starts, Brandon. You circle it and say Bills-Chiefs. That game is the biggest game of the week in football. And I know we're going to get to the NFC East on the next thing that we talk about. Yes. But I don't care about the, the Cowboys and Eagles. And we'll talk about the Cowboys and Eagles. You don't those care ratings about may Cowboys and Eagles? I do. Hold up. I do. There's this, but, but Cowboys, Eagles, to me, is not bigger than Chiefs versus Bills. No, I agree. It's not bigger. We saw it. We saw it in the playoffs. This game, Josh Allen's, Patrick Mahomes, the two premier names at quarterback in the NFL outside of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, maybe. But the, the, the up-and-comers who are getting it done, Brandon, this game is monstrous. If you're not doing anything, you are tuning in to CBS at 425 to watch the Bills Mafia take all on the Chiefs' kingdom. Got to. 100% got to. That's a game you got to watch. You got to see. What the Chiefs can do with Stephon Diggs getting thrown to by Josh Allen. You gotta figure out can the Bills slow down Travis Kelsey? You gotta you gotta watch this game. You gotta watch this game. It's gonna be phenomenal. The other game you gotta watch is I don't think it's as big, but it's huge in the uh archives, not archives, in, in the tradition of the NFL. Uh, tradition. Just the biggest team. Actually, if you look at the, the NFL teams that are worth the most money by themselves. Cowboys and Eagles, I believe, are in the top five, maybe top ten. Cowboys are number one. You're saying Eagles aren't. The Eagles aren't. Eagles are definitely top ten. Giants, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys are all three in the in the top like top top ten. The Skins may actually be two. I mean, excuse me, the, the Washington football team may be two, but huge game. The I mean, the Eagles are leading actually in the NFL. They're the last undefeated team. Cowboys somehow have even with the backup quarterback. They're still playing ball and doing it the right way. Actually, I know somehow their defense is second to none. People have been talking about how number 11, the defense of the linebacker. Micah Parsons. The, Micah Parsons is like the next coming at LT. I don't know. A little bit too much. A little too much. A little too much. But the dude is nasty. Lawrence on the other end. Nasty. Digs in the secondary with that kind of press, uh, with, that, with that kind of rush. The Cowboys defense is playing ball. Jalen Hurts, uh, much maligned. People hating. Dude is actually coming out here and balling. Now he can throw it to uh, AJ at receiver. Now he can throw it to Devontae Smith. Now they got Sanders in the backfield. This game is a big-time game. Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys, whether you didn't think they would be. And Eagles, honestly, you, everybody said before the year, depends on how the quarterback plays. You know how Jalen Hurts is playing? He's balling. Legs and arm. Huge game. 8-20. Sunday night football. Just how we like it. Woo! Can't wait to watch that one either. Yeah, I'm ready. But that's all I got. Yep. That's all I got for the week, too. All right. Well, that's it for the Rasmus Voice Kids. Like always, like, listen, rate, review, and subscribe to your boys. Get at us. Love us because we love you.
Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.